Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Chasing Cars with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Chasing Cars on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero. On the phone with me, it's Julian Coe from SG Cup. <laughs> What's with the sign? No, because I had all plan- I had it all planned out to say, Julian Coe, newly minted father again. And of oh. course, your second daughter had other plans. Yes, yes, yes. She, she, she's taking her own sweet time, actually. My wife thinks that she's just being considerate, you know, wants us to really get work out of the way first before receiving her. But I'm just telling my wife, nah, nah, this, is, this, this isn't being considerate, to be honest. She's giving me headaches. Driving daddy mad? I know, I know. I, I want her out ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, you never know. It could just very well happen. Now, SG Car Mark Car, the year contest 2020, has got this first car that we're talking about nominated as the best electric, the Mini Electric. Now, we test drove this several months ago, earlier in the year. And the reason we're bringing it up now is because it's been a while since we reviewed uh, Minis. Uh, so, showing some love to Mini. This car is Mini's first all-electric. Yes, it is. I I actually thought it would be highly boring and just overrated. But i got to say I'm wrong. And I hate to say it, but yeah, you know, I am wrong. That's not unusual, Julian. <laughs> well, it, it, the good thing about this car, the Mini E, is that it still manages to reach all its mini qualities mm-hmm. um, but yet it's it has been so modernized when I say modernized I don't mean like you know the buttons and switches have changed and stuff to make it nicer no I'm talking about how the engine has evolved to become uh, a fully electrified sort of machine because I told you before right, we had this conversation many times uh, electrification is inevitable and I'm all for electrified cars. I'm all for it. Fully electric cars, be, I mean, electrified meaning it can be fully electrified, it can be hybrid, it can be plug-in hybrids. I'm all for them. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. I'm not too sure if it's for everyone, the Mini E. It's not for me. Oh, well, that, that just came out of nowhere, man. No, it's not for me. <laughs> and, I, and I told the, uh, the people at the launch, you know, the first thing is I expected it to look a lot different from a regular Mini. I was happy to, I'm happy to report it looks just like a Mini with no grill. Yeah, yeah, pretty right? much. Right, it looks exactly like a Cooper without the grill. That is the only difference because clearly that is where the battery and, and what have you that drives the car is in. So it doesn't need the grill because you're not air cooling a, a combustion yeah. engine. <laughs> yep. Um, beyond that, uh, the reason I say it's not for me is, you know, I loved my Mini. Yes. And one of the things I loved about my Mini was how go-karty it felt and how it, for such a little thing, it growled. Because it was a Mini Cooper SJCW, yes. uh, first generation after BMW bought it. It had a growl. It had, you know, I was in love with this car the entire time I owned it. And so going from that to going into the electric was like, where the growl? Hmm. No growl. You know, it's... 
within that, it, it is everything that a Mini should be. It's got a very nice linear power distribution and all that. And then you've got those stupid brakes. <laughs> it's a matter of time before you get used to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I've got yeah. Used I've to gotten it used quickly. to it already. But, you know, the thing is, I still think they're kind of dumb. But, you know, I still love Minis. So if I was going to buy another Mini, I would. Just not this one because, but that has nothing to do with mini and everything to do with electric. So, you know, you know how I feel about electrics. And until they can give me a growl, ain't going to happen. Okay, you see, that is exactly why I said it. it might not be for everyone. And I think the only reason is that there isn't any exhaust note, except for the whining. I mean, if you want to consider a whine, an exhaust note, by all means. But to me, that is the only letdown. I cannot disagree with you. But that said, I think it looking perfectly normal like a Mini or regular Mini is the way to go because the transition from combustion engine to hybrid or electric or plug-in hybrid, what have you, especially to fully electric car like the Mini E, it shouldn't come as a shock to consumers. So it should look regular, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so at least, at least it, it, it doesn't look like, oh man, what did Mini do? It's not like, you know, you know, I drove an Austin Mini and can you imagine how I felt when I first saw the Mini Countryman? <laughs> to me, it was just like a blasphemy. I was like, what is going on? This is not happening. Mini is not coming up with the Countryman. But I, over time, I got used to it. Over time, I, I sort of accepted it because you got to understand, man. I mean, times have changed. So we gotta accept change in in that sense. So I, I'm I'm all for it actually. I think to me the Mini E, personally, professionally, it it, it it's a car for me. I must say it, you it can is have genuinely it. a car. <laughs> mini, if listen if you're listening in, what can me. I say? It's a Mini. <laughs> you want the engine note. You want that go kart feel. You you know you you wanna go woohoo when you're behind the wheel of a Mini. Uh, I was afraid to woohoo because, you know, the car was so quiet. Well, I, I went woohoo when I was driving the car, man. Okay, but, I, 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 you, you, know. Know, you know I drove this car um, way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> oh, yes. really? Has, have reports come back to you. And so it is, like I said, it is everything a Mini is except it's electric. And that's the only thing I don't like about it. It is an electric. However, there are many combustion engine minis out there. And we're going to talk about one of them right now, which is the Countryman S, which you like. Well, I, which I grew to like. <laughs> I grew to like. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> anyway, yes, Mini just launched the facelifted uh, Countryman S and con- Countryman and Countryman S. Uh, we have recently dro- driven the car. We drove the car very recently, actually. Um, it sort of looks good, I have to say. I'm not too sure if it's because of the test car's color, but it really looks good. Yes, it's big. I mean, it's huge. But, I mean, there's an appeal to it. You, you, you know how Singaporeans, how consumers are. You know, when cars suddenly become upsized, four doors or five doors, the appeal broadens up immediately. And this is a car that, that's exactly that. And you've got to understand, the countryman makes up around 30% of mini sales globally. So you, the customer demand for this model is just undeniable. You know why? I have a theory about this. 
all of us who love the Mini Cooper or Cooper S. Um, there's only one problem with it. Most of us at this stage in our lives have families. And most of our family members are old enough and vocal enough to go, I am not crawling into the backseat. So, yes, you're absolutely right about that four doors. That is a huge selling point. The second selling point is she looks like a Cooper on steroids, which the first time I saw her, it was like, what is that? The second time I saw her, the fifth time I saw her, I started to think, you know what she looks like to me? She looks like a mutant ninja turtle, and I'm liking it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Now that you mention it, hmm, yes. (laughs) <laughs> but I like it. I, You know, every time I see it on the road, I like it a bit more. I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I'm like, what in the world did they do? But, you know, yeah, so it really, really grows on you. Now I'm really liking her. No, I got to say, there's a growing appeal. For some reason, I mean, when it first came out, I just looked at her and said, oh, man, this is such a disappointment. This is a car that I I will never, ever tell people that, you know what, consider the mini countryman. But now, it is, it it has really grown on me. Of course, people who hate it will hate it no matter what, right? But when you judge the car objectively, there's just no denying that the countryman has plenty to offer. I agree. I totally agree. Not to mention the fact that um, she's got legs. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. We haven't driven the Mini Countryman. We've only driven the Cooper S Countryman, which mm-hmm. is, of course, the beefier, more powerful model. Um, but I suspect that the non-S, the regular Mini Cooper Countryman, will just be as entertaining. I suspect that. I suspect that. You might be right, but I'd rather have the S. Yeah, you know how it is, posting rights. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with (laughs) posting rights. There are some letters that make a real difference. In the mini range, S makes a real difference. So does JCW, following the S. But that's another conversation. No, but the, the color looks really good. At least the test car color. It's got a tinge of gray to the green. And it's, it's, I don't even know what color this is, but it looks ashy green. I mean... I'm sure they I, have I a very know. hip name for it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Just not... I don't know. What, what was Audi's color again? Dragon Orange? Dragon? Dragon, dragon orange? orange. Yeah, yeah just... just I, I don't think it's going to be as hip as that, but yeah. No, I really... Honestly, I really like the, the uh, Cooper S Countryman. It is... Uh, again, I say, first time I saw it, I'm like, have they all lost their minds? Um, now, having seen it for a while on, you know, in different colors, driven by different people, I'm really liking it. <laughs> okay, you know, on that note, you know, on the note about losing their minds, the next car actually comes to mind. Ah. It's the Land Rover Defender. Oh, of course, because, you know, I promised that we were talking about small. So you have to bring, like, one of the biggest cars you can yeah. buy now, short of a Hummer, I know, into I the know. conversation. <laughs> Call, make me a liar, why don't you? Hey, seriously, they have lost their minds. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of the Defender. Defender 90, especially. I'm a Takes big, you back big to fan. your days in NS. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just, just, I don't know, it's, it's, people will just 
the naysayers will just look at me and just go, oh, you're just compensating because you're small. So you want to talk about a defender. The naysayers wouldn't see you behind the wheel of a defender. <laughs> You'd need like five phone books to prop you up. They will think that it's a self-driving car. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> but I got to say, I got to say, the Defender impresses a lot. The only thing that I, I don't know, it's just, I just feel like it has become so modern, you know, so modern that the ruggedness is almost lost. I mean, yes, it, it, it is still rugged in that sense. It's It's a lot bigger, still rugged. A lot more modernized, a lot more trendy, a lot, a lot, a lot more current. I would say with technology and the way it drives. Um, there's still an unpretentious, rugged feel in the cabin, but I suspect it may not be for everyone. Oh no, this is definitely not for everyone because she is very, very big, and she really is quite powerful. Uh, the Mile Hybrid is 400 brake horsepower. I, Not I, everyone crazy, should right? be allowed anywhere near a car that has 400 brake horsepower, okay? And especially when it's and especially when it's so big. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I don't. Um, that the thing that's really cool about the cabin of the Defender, if I can recall, is that it's all rubberized. Yeah, yeah, rubberized textured textured surfaces. You could literally use water and spray the cabin. And just wipe it off. So that's that sort of rugged feel that it has. To yeah, it. but, but it is important. a three hundred plus thousand dollar car. Why would you be spraying water in the cabin? You see exactly my point. Exactly my point. So it sort of lost that soul, the the original feel to how a Defender should be. But again, evolution, right, or revolution, however you want to call it, it's necessary. It being modernized, it being current is necessary. I mean, Land Rover is not going to come out with a car that's still 80s, 90s sort of feel, right? It has to come out with 20th century, 21st century, mind you. So, yeah, so it's, 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 it's necessary change. We're just old people and we don't like change. Okay, but let, <laughs> let me give, let me, let me paint the picture for our listeners. The Land Rover Defender Mile Hybrid is a three liter car, six cylinder inline 24 valve twin turbocharged because one turbo not enough, right? <laughs> 400 brake horsepower, 550 newton meters of torque. <laughs> okay, I can stop now because I want to laugh. That's a lot of power. And I know that there are girlfriends in my in my world, in my sphere, whose husbands will think, "Oh, it's a nice safe car for my girl for my wife." And it'd be like, "Are you mad? You're putting a fighter jet in the hands of a woman who is more interested in her nail color." <laughs> But, you know, you're right. There is a certain charm about the Defender. A lot of NS guys have fond memories of the Defender. And this is so far removed from, you know, what the army uses. And yet, I suppose a lot of guys will think, yeah, this is the upgraded, luxurious version of my army ride. Let them have it, Julian. You are just being an old fuddy-duddy. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe, maybe. But if I had to choose, say all things being equal, should I get a Defender or the Countryman? I'll definitely go for the Defender, right? It's got a lot more character, a lot more style, a lot more history. And it's cool. 
right? It's, and it's, it's over a hundred thousand dollars more expensive. Yeah, of course. But, but like I said, like, all things, all things being equal, let's just say all things being equal. <laughs> Are we talking about your total winnings again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, I am. All right. Well, you know what? We've given our listeners. Uh, Three very, very different options. The mini electric, which, you know, you kind of like and and I don't. <laughs> you know, just, well, yes. Just, just be simple <laughs> about it. I don't. I love minis. I just don't like that one. And then the mini uh, Cooper S Countryman, which, you know, that one I like. You kind of also do. And then we've got the Land Rover Defender, which is... A Goliath. She's, she's, <laughs> she's, you know, think big words. And that's what she is. She's a big car. And there's always going to, my brother-in-law would be the kind of guy that would buy a, a Land Rover Defender. I'm just saying. He's got uh, good know. taste. I'm telling you, he's got good taste. Yeah, he thinks so too. Because, and I can't disagree because he married my sister. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so it is a car. There is definitely a type of person who will want it. And it isn't about bragging rights and it isn't about compensating. It is just about this very strange love for all things big and beautiful. Not that my sister is big, but she is beautiful. I'm just saying, or she might kill me. (laughs) (laughs) I can so imagine that. Right? Um, But you know what? These are... uh, All three actually are magnificent in their own ways. And the people who, who own them love them. Um, if I had to pick one of the three, I would go with the Countryman. That's me. What would you pick? Of course, the Defender. Are you out of your mind? You're such what? a guy. It's <laughs> not even a question. Of course, I'm going to go for the Defender. Why would I go for the Countryman as all the Mini E, even though I'm a big fan of electric cars? But still, I would go for the Land Rover Defender. The only thing that I have to say is, if you ever decide to get a Land Rover Defender, do not choose the optional don't spec it with that stupid optional roof rack because once you put that onto your defender you will never be able to enter like any car box especially the multi-story ones because it'll be too tall if you drove a defender you would be uh valet parking it wherever you are (laughs) i'm just saying great world Great World City immediately comes to mind. And on that note, (laughs) uh, this has been Chasing Cars. We've given you three very different cars to consider. I I wish I could tell you that all of them are under $100,000, but they're not. One of them is definitely over $200,000 and probably over $300,000. So choose wisely. And if you have the pocket for it and you have the aspirations for it, all I can say is this festive season, go for whatever your heart says. <laughs> My heart says Defender, but I just don't have the pocket. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Well, but you, we're not talking about you. We're talking about, you know, real people, <laughs> real, you know, full-sized human beings. Real spenders. You mean real spenders. <laughs> real spenders. Exactly. Yeah. Not just us, the people who review the cars, but the people who actually buy them. Yep. This has been Chasing Cars on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero. He is Julian Cole from SG Carmart. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.